Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to our Thursday night Vadim with Rav Leichter. Hope you had a wonderful Pesach, and we look forward to a new Zman uh, and a new uh, Sugya that we will be tackling together with Rav Leichter. The, this, 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 this current series will be uh, an exploration of what Torah is and how we are to prepare for the upcoming Kabbalah Satira. So without further ado, Rav Leichter. <clears throat> so uh, the Gemara says that um, the Torah has an impact on your personality. The way the Gemara says that is that without that day, without that day, there will be all different kind of Yosef walking around in the in the general public. That means there would be all different kind of people, but they would be all the same. Everyone would be called the Yosef, and they would be basically the same. But now the Torah makes you into a different person. The Torah makes you a different person. So there are several levels which the Torah affects a person. And I want to try to explore uh, the time we have till Shavuos, in a general way, we can't really work through the whole thing. That's that's not shy, that's impossible in such a short time. But in a general way, we want, I want to explore together what that does, does the, how the Torah has an impact, affects your life in those areas. The one first area, which like, that's the first, is the Torah has an impact on your general life. But you live a life of Torah. Partly, we will not work at that. That you should be all through live a life of Torah. That's, I think that's clear for people which listen to the Vadim that that's not our way to explore things. That we go for bombastic and very big things. But the sugya, the issue is a big issue. The issue is how does uh, uh, do we work on that, that the Torah should affect my life in a very simple way. So I want to learn that from from a from a uh, how do you call that from a from a, uh, a general um, from what what's going on in the world. That's the beginning point. I had to think about that. That's a part of the Vado here too. You have to think about such an issue. And then you think, where is it in Torah? And who speaks about that? But then you are, you get to where one minute have to close the window because the people outside, I forgot about that. Completely disturbed. Um, so, so, uh, so you begin to think in Torah and where is the source and all these things. But then you understand that it could be that in the world there's a similar problem going on. You have to connect things to you. They have to be real in your life. And I saw and I understood it's not the same thing. We'll see that. But I understood that whenever a person puts in an effort and it comes on 
not easy. People say that makes it real. Yeah. When I put in an effort, then that's real. When I didn't put in an effort, that was, uh, yeah, I, I, I did something at yeah, home. I did something in, in my in my life, yeah, it was very nice, but when you put in an effort, that's for real. So I began to think whether this is mentioned in, in Chazal, that you put in an effort, in the Doime it says, but where is a Chazal which says that you have to put in an effort, or that's a part of your Avoida, to put in an effort. So I thought that we could learn the Mishnah, which is one of the most, I don't know, it's a well-known Mishnah in Pirkei We could learn that in a new way. And then the Mishnah says that. Because the Mishnah is a little bit difficult to understand. And the Mishnah is difficult to understand uh, with the Rishonim. The Rishonim say a thing which makes it a little bit different. There are Rishonim which go in the direction I want to explore that, but I had my own shot. But it's not against all the Rishonim. That's not my point. I only wanted to think about this Mishnah. And the Mishnah is a well-known Mishnah. It says, Hebe Mechashev, Mechashev, Hefset Mitzvah, Keneget Schorol, Veschar Avera, Keneget Hefseida. You have to make the Cheshbin, that the, the loss which is connected to the mitzvah, that means you have to spend money or things like this, can I get schoro? So normally you would immediately think, can I get schoro means schar in But in that part of the Mishnah, the Tana doesn't use schar in a way of Olamabo in one part for sure, because it says, have a machashev hefset mitzvah keneget schoro, the schar avere keneget hefseido. So the schar avere is for sure not oilamabo. So, so it sounds that the schar mitzvah, the schoro for the mitzvah is also not oilamabo. Yeah, you know, the word of schar isn't used in that way. In that Mishnah, beforehand, the same Mishnah says you have to be medactic, that's the same Mishnah. You don't know the giving of a schal. So, okay, there it's for sure because the Bereloilam gives schal, gives schal that the Bereloilam gives. The Bereloilam gives schal that's eternity. But the so this cheshben sounds like it means a benefit in a tangible way or in a way which happens over here. It's not in a way which will happen in the future. The way the schar avera happens here. Yeah. So you could learn that like this. The other showing you which go in that direction, but you could learn like this. So. What does Rabbi say? What is the statement of Rabbi? What does he say? So, <clears throat> when that's true, so Rabbi says, you have to approach 
your mitzvahs with an awareness that there will be an effort. That's it. There is an effort. Can I get But it's a big endeavor. There's a benefit of the avera. Can I get But you lose your this big endeavor of being involved in avodas Hashem. So Rabbi tells you, you have to be aware that mitzvahs are coming into your life with effort. But then the mitzvahs are connected to you. Then Avodah Hashem is connected to you. Because it takes an effort. That's the mindset. Because it's very difficult for me, the second thing in the Mishnah. When you say, there is an effort or it is an expense. The mitzvah will cost you money. It will take your time and all the things. You have to be aware of that. And you say, look, the mitzvah will be very good and very easy. It will be the most pleasant thing in the world. But in Chas V'Sholem, there will be a Yetzir coming up which will try to convince you the other way around because it costs you money, then please make that cheshben, that the, that the effort or the, the schar, the benefit or the oil of when you want is much bigger than this attack of the Yetzal. Look, I, in this world, in the physical world, you can't go quicker than time. That's what Einstein said. But by me, the Yetzirah goes much quicker than everything. Because when I discern the Yetzirah, it's always too late because he was there already five minutes ago. So the Yetzirah works back time, backwards in time, you know? Like when you are aware that oh, there's a Yetzirah there, that, that the Yetzirah was a long time ago over here, you know? Or you didn't recognize him. And then he already disturbed your mitzvah. And now you want to tell the Yetzirah, wait, wait, I mean, a minute. You want to convince me that because this effort, I will not do it, please wait. I have now to think. And when I finished thinking of the big scharit, till you finish thinking, the Yetzirah a long time ago disturbed your mitzvah and the mitzvah is gone. And you are seeing like the train, the, the light of the train in the end, click, 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 makes like this, and then he's already gone. So what does that help? When it's only at the time when it begins to be difficult, then you have to, rega, I have to make a cheshwin. No, this doesn't work. It does not, because you will be too late. The HR is much quicker than that. LMI. Rebbe doesn't say, whenever you are under attack, oh, Yetzirah, please make that cheshbon. No. Rebbe says, you have to approach the whole thing with this approach that mitzvahs, means mitzvahs and avodah Hashem, takes an effort. That's what it is. It takes an effort. But then avodah Hashem will be connected to you then you will be involved, really. 
That is what Rabbi is telling you. So I want for you to uh, give that a different name because it's very important for me. And I will explain that a little bit. It's very important for me to explain that to the to the modern, the modern, the, the, the people which live now. Yeah. Because when I say such a thing that you have to be aware that uh, that uh, that uh, Shem is will have an effort involved, there will be difficulties, there will be time and money and things like this. People tell me. It could be the way you say, but you are taking away our motivation. Yeah, our motivation is built on that, that it will be the greatest thing in the world, such a sweet thing and unbelievable, and such an unbelievable path in my life, which will be the most exciting, and that that's the way you are, uh, you are bringing people to motivation. Yeah. The way you speak, when you speak about motivation, that this was the best, biggest thing in the world. And that makes motivation. And then when things will work out not the way you think, then you have to go back to your motivation and push yourself because it's such a great thing. I think this is a this is a dangerous path because a human being is never able to be collapsed, collapsed to one side. It's only good. It's only great. It's only pleasant. It will be unbelievable. It is like a streamlined approach to an endeavor. Focus only on that side. It will be great. Ignore the other one. That means you are taking a human being, which normally has two sides. You know, you see, I have two hands, I have two eyes, I have two ears, I have two sides, and you want to collapse that thing on one side. There's only one thing going on. It will not work. You will be disappointed. You will face difficulties, and you'll be disappointed. A mature approach to motivation is that the difficulty is part of your work. That's the mature approach. Whenever you had once, uh, we did once that when you are working uh, on your physical, on your physical uh, being, you know, and the way you make it, you call that workout or whatever it is, the effort which it takes is part of the thing. And when you only think, I will lose weight, those are the people which go, won't do the exercise. They won't do it. They have to go for the effort. They are going for the effort. It's an important endeavor because I have to care for my heart or to care for my body health. It's an important endeavor. But the, the effort is part of that endeavor. And that means motivation. This is a general mistake people make. I want to perhaps explain that more because, because it's a very basic thing. You have to be mature also when you are motivating yourself. Because motivating yourself means there will be a hefset mitzvah, but it's Kinegat's whole. But to big endeavor, but there will be an effort. Now I'm motivated. So in a certain way, the Mishnah, the Rebbe, 
tells you, be motivated for Avodas Hashem. You practice the Vishnu, you know? Be motivated for Avodah Hashem. That includes in that that you are aware that it takes an effort. Because always there are two sides inside. This is a cloud. When I may, in parentheses, tell you, tell you that from another side, the same your side that always take into account the other side. That is, by making a decision, we perhaps spoke once about that, it's a little bit a different thing than being motivated, but it is related to it. When a, when a boy goes for a date, and he goes for a date and he, it's an unbelievable, uh, good-hearted, good midas, intelligent, unbelievable, but she speaks a lot. Disturbs me. But she's so intelligent and so good-hearted, even looks good whenever you want that. And, and it's, it's unbelievable. It's such a good point, but she speaks a lot, makes a sophic. And in the end, he decides to again get engaged. What happens with the fact that she speaks a lot? So when you are going down a dangerous path, you think, because he was so excited about the good witness and the good-heartedness and the intelligent and all the things, whatever you want, the other thing vanished. Yeah, okay. But then after a year, it comes back because she speaks a lot. You know, that is the fact. What shall I do? The decision means I don't decide to go for one side. No, that's dangerous. I decide that I will work with the fact that she speaks a lot. I accept that fact and I will work with it. The same thing I say in Avoides Hashem. I am involved in a big avoid, in a kiyum mitzvah, but I accept that it will be an effort involved. I accept that. That's called going for a motivation that's called deciding something that you are accepting the work from the other side that's always like that and a lot of people make a mistake and then disappointment kicks in you know because things are not vanishing things don't disappear the world is working the way the world works but the point of this putting in an effort makes that this avoider, this lofty endeavor, which is called avoiders Hashem, which is called Kiyu Mitzvahs, which is called whatever you want, this big and unbelievable important endeavor will be connected to you. Now, that is the basic approach that Avodah Hashem should be connected to your life. This readiness, you don't have to search for difficulties. It's a readiness. It's, you don't have to search for that, but you have to be ready for that. Yeah, we don't search for pain or things like this, no. But I am ready, I, am, I know that this will happen. And I'm going for that, for that endeavor with this awareness. 
So in order to do that, you have to put the emphasis that the endeavor you are involved in is an important endeavor. You have to perhaps learn a little bit or think a little bit, be spoiling a little bit about what you want to do. We'll speak about one thing I do, I try to do now, but um, the, you have to be misboinen, think, contemplate, or even learn about the importance of that thing. So, but this is a trap because when you learn about the importance, you think that the learning of the important, importance itself will do the job. You know, there are big forum written because you have to be aware for that. Well, one of the, of the first people which wrote about that explicitly, that's a Schlaakodesh. The Schlaakodesh, he explained and he brings in content to procure mitzvahs and to Shabbos and to eating and to whatever you want. He speaks about that in a very big way. And there are others for him too, there are others for him too, which speak specifically about that. Part of them, Hasidic's for him, which which spoke about this being, being excited or inspired, when you want in your words, inspired about Avodah Hashem. Now, you'll see, when you go only for that, it doesn't work. There are tons of people which invest time and invest effort to learn Shlokodesh or or other things, you know, you learn and you learn and you learn and you think this contemplation of the content, of the big content, the unbelievable big content, that will do the job that you will feel connected to Shabbos or to whatever it is. Eh? So, so in the beginning that works because always a feeling which comes up that lasts a certain time but it doesn't work really it doesn't work really it fades off yeah and then you say okay i have to learn again and then you're going to learn i'm sorry okay i learned already and i have to learn go further i go to the schlagkosh and then the schlagkosh i learned already and i have to go for twice was the volume or other things you know i have to i have to keep this going on, yeah? and there's a mistake involved, because you didn't approach your avoider with the awareness that it will take an effort. Because when you say, yes, it will take an effort, then the Tzodagakoyen gets real. And then the Shlokodesh gets real, and then you don't have to go for another Seifa. And the Shlokodesh didn't write a Seifa and say, it will help you for a year or two, and afterwards, you have to go wait for my son to write the next safer. It didn't go like this. No, my safer will be enough. It won't fade off. It won't. Because you have to put in this awareness of effort. That's an important thing. Yeah? When you, but you need to take You need to contemplate. You need to have some some uh, some uh, uh, what you call some some more elevated thought about 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 Hashem because it has to be an important endeavor in the CEO when you are making when you're working out you have to think that you will improve your health or whatever it is yeah? you don't go only for the suffering no that's not 
uh, compete that you want to you want to uh, you want to reach a level of uh, of competition or whatever it is well you can do whatever you want but it has to be something of importance but it can't be only the importance which will guide you because that doesn't connect to your life this readiness of an effort the way Rebbe says really on both sides so, so according to what we learn the Mishnah, the Mishnah is one thing. When you learn the Mishnah, normally they say, whenever you'll do a mitzvah, there's the first. And when you are facing an Avera, then it's and then you have to think this, this, this part of that and this part. No, it's one thing. It's before you begin the whole thing. It's a readiness. It's a readiness that things will take an effort. So that is what I wanted to tell you. But I want to tell you um, that this is one of the, the biggest things which happen in your life. And I want to learn together. That's already now a little bit, you know, we have to bring something also like this, you know. So I want to learn together a broche. Ontario. Oh, for no, I forgot. Excuse me. I do that. I do that. But I try to do it. Uh, I try to do it um, uh, with Birchasatoira. You don't have to do that with all of your life. You take one little thing. I say Birchasatoira. So Birchasatoira, when you when you say Birchasatoira, it's early in the morning and you are tired and then you you are getting dressed or you, you got dressed halfway through and then you say you do all different kind of things and you say so I decided no no I won't no I try to work on that so I made the light nice the way you see I'm now in an enlightened room you know, I make a light in the room. I close my things. I don't put on a tie because the tie is only for this room. But uh, I, I standing there, I have a nice little stender for my cedar, on a more elevated place, uh, for a more higher place that I can be standing up and looking at it. So I have put the seal on that thing here, and I'm saying the brochas. It takes time. Yes, it takes time. It's an effort. It's not an unbelievable effort that I'm sweating. And it's, no, it takes time. You have to stand. It's a matzah of birchas By the chasnish, it took a few. It took a few minutes. The chasnish was a big balkish, a big balkish, but it took a few minutes to say birchas So for us, it takes. That goes backwards in time, you know. When you begin the Birchasatera, you want already it should be finished, you know. So that's backwards in time. But the Rasnish went forwards in time. Took a time, took a time, took a time. I, I, I do that. I try to do that. Not easy because once you forget, you always forget that. Then. Because not yet really a part of you. But you do that and you make a whole thing about it and it will take time and it will take. Uh, an investment of something, and then you see, well, because that's a part of my of my life. 
So that is what I do. Don't, don't take up on the big thing. No, don't do that. Okay, well, a small thing. But it's an essential avoidance. So I want to contemplate on one thing you say, so this, it's a, um, you may speak what Abhisa is part of Abhisa. I apologize. I, th I think there are women too which are listening. So uh, in the Haredi Tzibur, you don't get an aliyah. You can't say this brocha. Yeah? So I apologize. But it's, it's not, it has to do something with the halacha, not some, not, okay, we, I know that now in the United States of America, I would be in big troubles. But I want to contemplate together about the brocha you say after an aliyah. Yeah? So the question I had, again, I want to show you how that thing works that you think about the thing. The question I had, what does it mean, netia? Netia means plant it. When you plant the seed, you plant the seed in order it should take roots and then it should grow. So our eternal life is planted within us. What does that mean? Chaye oilom and it begins with Nosan Lono Teras Emes, and then Chayoilam Notam is planted in me. It should have roots and it should grow. What, what does that mean? So I want to see together. It says, first says, Asher Nosan Lono Teras Emes. Teras Emes means the Tera is true. True according to what? What means true? Logically true? No. Teras Emes means, Emes always means that it is according to the source. That's right. I saw something happen outside and then I tell you what I saw. So what I tell you now is, is um, fitting what was there, the source. So that's called truth. So the Teras Emes means wherever the Teras is. Never mind, is it in the Oilum is or is it by the Mekubolim, or is it by the Gorn of Vilna, or is it by me in the Shmira Shabbos Kilchosoi, or wherever it is by me? The Torah always is the same Torah as it was 2000 years before the world was created. That's Torah's Emes, and he gave it to us. It's in my life. Then I don't know whether you once got a present from someone which after you got the present, every other day, that guy asks you, what did you do with that present? You know? Whenever you had this unbelievable experience to get such a present, you want to return it to the address where it came from. Because a present mean, means that I leave you alone with that. That's right. So the Beroilom gave us Tehran, and he, he gave it to us. But it's still true. It's still the same Torah. That means even it's a Torah which is connected to my, which speaks and it is uh, actualizing itself in my simple life. It's still the same Torah which was there 2,000 years before the world, was, the world was created. Unbelievable. So the Torah comes down into my, Lonu, Lonu, he gave it to us, comes down into my life, but it's Torah's MS. And now this Torah connects to my life. 
So my life without Torah is Chayesho. Yeah? My life without Torah is only for, for my days are numbered, the way you say in English, that's right. My days are numbered, that's what they are. My days are numbered, till 120, but they are numbered. It's only for a time, only a show. But you know what? Because Torah came down into my life, then this simple life, which is there by me, turns over into eternal life. So that's the Chaye Oilom The Oilom put in life into me. But this life has roots in my personality. And this life is taking up everything which goes on in my life and turns it over into eternal life. Because I got MS, And then my life turns over into Chaya Oilom, and that's really planted in my in myself, because my life is planted in myself, and it has roots and nutrition for my own life, but it all will grow into eternal life. So that is the broche, which you say about Teure, connecting to your life. You see, that's the broche. Chaya Oilom, when a Torah is connected to my life, then my simple life will grow into eternal life. So that is the bracha. That's for the pshat in the bracha. It is the whole mahalach. There you could really contemplate. It is, it is, but I think it's pretty much reading the bracha. Okay, now, now, uh, Levi Livovich says, no, it's not reading the bracha. It's taking out a rabbit from the hat, you know, chach, he took out the rabbit. He didn't talk, take out any rabbit from any hat, you know. It's only the question, what does it mean? That the, my life is planted within me. What does it mean? No, it means my simple life. Because I got Teras Emes, turns over into Chaya Oilo. And that's planted in my own reality. That's planted in there, this whole thing. So this I wanted to tell you for that one. But it is a very practical thing. I try to do it as a little oinish for my own haughtiness. This morning, I, 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 I put it here and I make it. And just this morning, I, in the middle of the Birchazatir, I said, oh, why? I, I was recovered that, you know, or Bokeltov. That's what happens. That's what happens. I made all the arrangements to do it because I do that. But the awareness wasn't there that I am involved in that avoid because you are on autopilot and you think about what will I say to the Americans today? And then suddenly you are off that what you say itself because you are caught in the in your in your in your public uh, appearance, you know. So that was, uh, that's the price I paid this morning, you know. But this is, that's what work is, you know, once in a while it works, once in a while it doesn't. But you try to do that this thing should be a part of your life. And then you see that this trail, which is part of your life, really changing your, your life. You are living a different life. Um, yes, uh, you say, yogato umotsoso, yeah, tamin. 
That's right. Yogato was also, that's what it says. But I, I don't know whether it, there it is the, the emphasis that the, after the Yogi, it stays in its ear, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, you could learn it like this. I wanted to have this new Prat in the Mishnah. It's a good Prat in the Mishnah, you know? I never thought about that. I don't know whether you thought about it. It makes much more sense to learn the Mishnah like this, eh? the way we said. But it's not because of the Prat of the Mishnah I said the word. I really was, I want to work together that Torah should be connected to our lives. Next week we'll speak about a different topic. We don't go further on with that because this is the ingredient of Shuas that you are, you are exploring things regarding Torah from all different kinds of play of, of angles. That, that's what it is. It's not an avoida which is now next week we go the next step. I think next week we'll speak about Midas, how Torah affects your Midas. That will be next week. And Uh, I think the effort is at the beginning an awareness, yeah, an awareness at the beginning. And the Bechira brings that effort into actuality because you have to make a choice, you have to do something. So that will be actual. But there is an, there is an approach that in the home it will take an effort. That's like, it's like a mindset, that's like having a mechashif. Yeah, that's what Rabbi says, the Mishnah. You should be mechashev. Mechashev means cheshben, means in your brain. Yeah? You have to in your brain make that. Uh, whether there is a specific meaning that this, this concept is, is connected to, I didn't think about that. I didn't think I have to think. And now it will be quiet for another five minutes. And Mr. Stomach, I would say, I don't know. So I say now I don't know. Okay, that takes time to think. Okay, we say them. So, if, if how, how is ah okay? How is Torah the thing that does this? This is the ingredient of Torah, which we say in the Shmona Esra, Torah We believe Torah is Tariak. That means Torah is, Be'etzin speaking about. Odom, human being. But it speaks about Odom in another edition. And we have to make this other edition, this, this eternal edition, when you want, of an Odom making connected to us. That's what Torah is. That's what Torah is about. Torah is about Odom. That's what Torah is about. Yeah? Okay? So I think that was good for today. It was... It was more calm, but I think that's better. I think that makes the work better. Okay, at Khan for today. We'll see each other in Yotzashem next week. Say Gesundheit.